is going on tribe it's your man clef and this is episode 21 of a social african show you already know it's the social african show where we chop it up with entrepreneurs of african origin and today <laughs> we've got none other than my brother Mike Edwards is in the building, tribe. <laughs> ah, what is going on, Mike? How you doing? Thank you for the introduction. Hello, folks tuning in. I'm very good. I'm actually in Kansas, United States at the moment. Yeah, just looking forward to chopping it up with my main man. Straight up. It's an honor having you on the show, bro. Are you ready to rock? Definitely, definitely. And I appreciate the invite. My pleasure, bro. Now, for those who don't know, Mike Edwards is the founder of Aries Limited, a male grooming company that recently launched Britain's first black-owned cigar line. Mike is also an international athlete. He's ranked as the sixth best high jumper in Europe and has competed in numerous championships for Team GB. Mike, I've given the tribe a little bit about you, brother. Take it away. Let's talk about your personal life and a bit about your African heritage as well. Yeah, sure, definitely. So a little bit about myself. I was born in Manchester, UK. I um, I stand from a family of mixed backgrounds. So my mother is Nigerian and my father is Jamaican. So I, I always had a lot of culture growing up. Obviously, I was I was raised in the States. So, you know, been back and forth across the pond a few times. But for now, it's um it's all going well. It's all coming around full circle. I'm actually getting more connected with my Nigerian heritage and it feels really great, you know, knowing that there's so much rich history standing from um, my family name. And I'm just in, in a grateful place where I can uh, leave, leave somewhat of a legacy with, you know, becoming the first black owned British cigar line um, ever. So, you know, it's good. It's, it's a great time. And, um, you know, I'm just looking to build off it and capitalize and, you know, inspire others. That's awesome, man. And do you know what part of Nigeria I'm from? Not exactly. I would say, um, no, the, the, the closest I would say would be Lagos, but um, I'm actually planning on heading back this summer. So if we can check back, check back again, again that would be great. I'd give you more of um, an insight to how, how my travels got up to. But for now, it's just kind of doing the groundwork and making sure that homecoming is very sweet. That's awesome. And what's your family like? I mean, sort of mom, dad, have you got brothers, sisters, extended family? Yeah, so I've got a, I've got a huge family, um, you know, a, a huge family extended as well. To name a few, I was, you know, I, I was raised in a household of three sisters. I've had a fortunate um, childhood growing up, learning a lot from my sisters and my, my mother. She was um, a huge influence on my, in everything I do, from my craft to my um, determination and work ethic. Mm -hmm. So I credit a lot of that to my mother. And my grandmother, who was the um, you know the queen, some say you know oh, she was wow. the first to to move over to the UK. And we, obviously, my my mother is the first generation, and you know we follow. So my rest of my family is in Nigeria. My aunties, uh, my uncles, and and obviously um, Jamaica, and my extended family is in the states. So I'm just very fortunate, you know, to be in this type of life. Wow, that's awesome. And for your actual family, for yourself, I must say congratulations because I know you recently got engaged to the lovely PSD. Talk to us about that. <laughs> you getting married soon and uh, what's yeah, going on there? Yeah, you know, no, there's tons of things happening. Um, you know, oh, my, my beautiful fiance is um, uh -huh, you know, congrats, is, bro. <laughs> actually, thank you very much. I appreciate the shout out. <laughs> 
you know, we've been together now for, for, for a few years now. So, um, it's just, you know, about the right timing. And then obviously, um, you know, for, for our relationship, you know, it's just been going strength for strength. So it's like iron sharpening iron, you know, we work together uh-huh. great and, um, it's important to obviously show the representation of, you know, not just you no know, black love, but just love in general. So, yes, yes. That's awesome. <laughs> Fantastic. Now let's talk athletics, man. I know you sort of, you do, I mentioned it in, in the intro, you know, six best in Europe. Yeah. I mean, how did you, how did that come about? Is that something you've been doing from childhood? Talk to us about that. Yeah. Well, I picked up the athletics yeah, I mean, in the States. So I've probably been doing it now for over 11 years now. So, and it's, you know, it was, it was just kind of a calling that you know, eventually became a profession. And um, now it's been able me to, you know, obviously find my, my, my fiance, my future wife and, you know, been able to, you know, open doors for me in, in business realms, you know, university and, you know, just being able to give me a, a very bigger understanding of what it's like to be a worldwide citizen. And yes. I think that's, you know, the great, the great deal, deal about the sport, you know, I'm very grateful for the opportunities and I'm still, you know, soaking those things, those opportunities up. With me being here in the, in the in the US, I'm actually getting my my training in for a big season. So, as well as the the, the business, it's also you know great to have that balance of as an athlete outside of things, just to kind of keep things steady and you know and and vibrant. Wow, that's awesome! Now it, it's going to be crazy going into balancing that and the business, but we'll certainly dive into that. Yeah. Um, I wanted to just segue into the business. Now, how did you go from? being an athlete and doing high jumping to creating the men's grooming brand and the cigars. Now I've seen you roll as well. You roll a mean cigar. How did that happen? <laughs> that's a, that's a, that's a, that's a very, um, I, I couldn't, I couldn't really describe how it happened. It was honestly, it was more of an, in, an instinct. Um, I've always kind of enjoyed cigars, you know, um, as celebration, but you know, for me as an entrepreneur, I'm always looking for ways to maximize my, my ability on whether it's it, it's going to be a thing personally or it's going to be a thing for for others to to be able to you know enjoy so it's like part of being a tastemaker the cigar line was an extension from the grooming line which i probably kind of went jumped ahead of the gun the grooming line was obviously my first staple in the business and it was um you know, I was I was modeling for a grooming company prior to starting my own line and it was kind of a a, a natural instinct to you know well well, I'm modeling, you know, I've got a good look, you know, I felt like I had a good look. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, well, let's see, you know, I mean, cause I had some ideas which didn't go forward. So, you know, as a pioneer, you know, I just decided to go off on my own and, um, uh-huh. I never looked back. I, I didn't know what forks was going to be in the road. And, um, I kind of just bit the bullet and just kind of, you know, went for it, not knowing what the future was going to hold. And the dark horse was created, you know, the dark horse is my symbol in, in the business. And, you know, it's just about uplifting the underdog. And then the cigars was just a, a great tie-in to everything else. And I'm just grateful that I was able to be the first guy to the pole. <laughs> Straight up, you beat everyone to it. And <laughs> the thing is, you're actually doing it well, which which is awesome, man. So keep winning, my brother. Thank now, you. the reason why I made that comparison is to look at everything you do. And like I said, you actually hand-roll these cigars. So there's some expertise yeah, in that. Now you do the high jump, you run the business, you hand roll the cigars. Which of these would you hold on to as your actual area of expertise? Ah, that's that's a good one. 
Honestly, I would say that everything I do, I put my whole heart into it, regardless of what it is I yeah. do. I would say my calling has has probably always been an entrepreneur. As a, as a young kid, I've I was always trying to you know rub two nickels together to to make a dime, you know, to you know support my myself and you know take pressure off my mom. Started very young, earning like pocket change. I was cutting lawn, uh, washing cars, you know, trying to do the little odd jobs around. So I was always hustling. It was just a matter of being able to put the brains to it. And once I had my degree in marketing and communication, it was yeah. just a matter of. Yeah. Okay, let's put it together because you know I'm not going to be a sport sportsman forever, but you know I, mm -hmm. I can always be a gentleman. And part of my business wow. is my lifestyle, so <laughs> yes. it was kind of a, a no brainer there. Wow, that's awesome, man! Now hustle, I, I think, is the the thing I want to take away from there because everything you talked about, it's all it's all good and well having the idea, thinking I can do this, but you actually put in the work and you still are. So yeah, that's one thing I want us to take away from that. If um, I was starting out today. And I come to you and I say, listen, I love what you're doing. What's one thing that you can tell me, like a unique value bomb, say, hey, do this, maybe you get ahead? Well, my advice for anybody starting out that's that's even considering, you know, going out on a limb and, and just creating their own their own path. I would say keep what you're doing to yourself. You know, um, it's great to work in the dark. A lot of people can't deal with but the fact of, you know, facing themselves in the mirror and just kind of getting on with it. Um, they sometimes feel like they need a lot of outside of, outside opinions. And a lot of the times that can de derail your journey um, or whatever it is that you're trying to do. Sometimes it's good, it's good to be secretive and at least, you know, you believe in, in what you're doing. You know, one thing that I, with everything I did, I knew I was, if I was proud of it, it was going to be a success. You know, so that's the main thing, you know, back yourself. Be proud of whatever it is that you're, you're honing into um, and, you know, work in silence. Um, because eventually it will all come to light. A lot of what I did, you know, I spent hours. I will, I'll be listening to podcasts, interviews, um, you know, just for inspiration, hearing other similar, similar characters. Um, but ultimately I, I spend a lot of time in solitary by myself. So yeah, it's, I would say don't, don't take, don't listen to too many outside distractions and, um, just kind of, you know, believe in what you're doing. That'll be my advice. Straight up, because it's like, don't tell the world what you're doing. Show the world that's, what you're doing. That's it. So, so that's it. That's <laughs> crazy. That's it. Yeah, it's crazy. Now you've been sort of in the entrepreneurship game uh, since when? When did you start the Aries brand? I started Aries out. Well, we launched in 2015, but I was like, like I told you, I was working in the dark. So my business was already was was open from 2014, but it was just very under wraps. Yeah, it's been, it's feel it feels like it's been longer because I've been grind hustling and grinding behind the scenes, but um, yeah, it's 2015 till now, so you know, and it's just going strength to strength. Wow, that's awesome. Now, the the reason why I touched on that is we the the comparison I wanted to make is you obviously launched the business that's official, that's the business, but even in athleticism, there is an element of entrepreneurship in that, right? Because you get right. up, you've got an end goal, you put in the work and you look to achieve a goal at the end, right? If it's sort of um, winning a medal or making the championships and the likes. So in my in my head, you've been entrepreneurial all the, all the while. Let's hold on to that and think, in that journey of athleticism through to um, the business just now, what would you say has been your lowest moment so far? Oh, my my lowest moment. I, I'm I'm one of those people. I'm very dismissive, so I have to really think. Um, I don't I don't dwell and I don't stick um stay down for often. 
Um, my mother always taught me, you know, whenever you you do hit a low, there's only one way to go from from rock bottom. So sometimes it's never, you know, I mean, the the worst thing being a low. But um, just for for kind of like, you know, for throwing one out there, you know, that I can kind of like visually see in my head would be um, the time when I launched the company and um, I was actually being threatened by the um, the business that I was modeling for prior to starting my company. So there was a bit of backlash on when I decided to go independent. You know, there was a multi-million dollar company uh, just starting out and um, the way they approached the situation was very daunting. And um, mm. at the time, you know, I was I was just my uh, out on my own. I had to stand my ground. But at the, during those times, I was also focusing on my athletics, and um, it was that would be probably be the most um, where I got to where you know it, it was kind of unbearable. Um, I was I was I was a cross I was in the crosswind, and um, I felt like that time was you know it tested my character. Um, but I knew then, I knew then at that moment, so to see, this is a great thing. Even when you're going through your storm, I knew then at that moment, um, that if this multi-million dollar company is going to try that desperately to try to take me down, I knew I was something to, to be, to be messed with. So that was when I, that's, that's, that's when I realized, you no, know, I got to keep this going. And, um, you know, without going too much into the negatives, you know, um, a lot of it was, was, um, my image rights. They wanted the, the images that I that I was using from the photographer which I had um you know had permission by they were trying to take that take that away and because they saw how powerful the images were of you no know, not just not just me but as a black male in a position yes yes to, yes yes you know, be of in some way of importance that's crazy because that that would put some people out you know when you think oh my god i don't even want to get into this battle i don't want to do it anymore oh, what, yeah. what steps did you take uh, i know you kind of thought to yourself i'm going to keep going now i think obviously it's your athletic brain not wanting to give up exactly. but um, what steps did you take to actually just keep pushing well um to be honest i found it very flattering and um that was kind of you know i mean the best way i put it because uh, like you know i i knew there were giants already i knew there were giants i knew they were big time and uh, they, they, because I was starting out, they didn't know, you know, in terms of what out the numbers that I was hitting or they didn't know. So it was almost like I had to play poker, you know, and at that stage, it was like very, very, it was very, very young. But at the same time, it was like, um, you know, let me see, you know what I mean? Like, you know, if they would bite and they, you know, one thing you, as a sportsman, you don't ever bite. Uh -huh. You know, as a sportsman, you're not meant to buy. You know, I mean, that's when you, you know, your, you know, your opponents got you. So, um, when they bit, I knew I had them. So it it was just a matter of, you know, I I was willing to, you know, I I'm a firm believer that, you know, bad there's no such thing as bad publicity. It's all, you know, that's always going to help. So, you know, if they was going to go anywhere then it was just going to bring more attention to what i had going on that's crazy <laughs> interesting story now mike you're telling stories so keep it coming bro <laughs> now um you, you touched on it a few times and i picked it up when you talked about the modeling side of things and you thinking hmm I might be able to do my own thing here. And then just now when they're actually trying to battle you and you're thinking, I am onto something here. Right. When did it all pop in your head that you could grow this and scale it as a business just now, the whole Aries brand? Well, to, to be honest with you, I, I was always doing the slug work. It was a long slug, you know, and I, I didn't mind that, you know, because I, I, I wanted to, you know, to take my, it was, this is my first business, it was my baby. So 
I was I really wanted to, you know, have something that I can, you know, it was an investment. It was a small investment of myself. So the one of the one of the great sayings is you want to invest in in something that doesn't change. And that was kind of, you know, I mean, what what I saw, you know, the, you know, with the cigars, it was like this has been going on for hundreds and hundreds of years, you know. So the beard, the beard is, you know, you can say it's trendy. You could say whatever you want to say about it. The the beard had a like misconception of, you know, beards being roughneck or, you know, the bikers, you know, but but the beards necessarily didn't need to be that. It could be well groomed gentlemen and sophisticated, you know, all all that look. And um I felt like, you know, you know, I'm an edgy character, I have tattoos, you know, but I, I was always misled, you know, in you know, do the industries, the model agencies were never banging down my door. Um but I felt like I had a look that, you know, was was symbolic to, you know, a lot of a lot of guys in the in the in the community where the, they were quite you knowing edgy like myself, but you know we needed a representation. So I knew instantly, you know, I have a, a small followings that they were you know quite interested in what I had you know going on um, organically. So it was just a matter of being able to you know um, put the two together, and that was where really where the birth of the Aries came. So yeah. <laughs> long way continue but like i said i see what you do uh, it's awesome now this question i'm gonna split into two right so i'm gonna talk about athletics yeah. and then we'll talk about business because i want us to dive into sort of these two sides now in athletics yeah what would you say has been your proudest moment so far Wow. Um, my proudest moment in athletics, I would say it would be 2015 when my, my company was launched. During that year, I medaled at the British Championship. And and to me, that was a long time coming because prior to that the championship, I'd already finished last place twice. So um, that year was that year was a big year for me just because um, um, I was developing the company behind the scenes. No one knew about it. Um, but at the same time, I was still showing up to training, and I was actually beating out my competitors. But they didn't know that I was I was working like probably at least three jobs, working on the company, and then training. So um, to me, it was it was a great deal, and I was very proud of it. I think I improved by seven centimeters, and oh, wow, um, you know, it was just it was a great a great season. It's still it's still my best performance yet to this date. That's got to change, but um, you know, it just goes to show you, you know, I was. During that time, I was I was definitely on a high. A lot of things were happening, and and I just kind of tunneled that. It was a good year, and that was probably my proudest moment: getting my silver medal at the British Championship. Nice, yeah. nice. That's awesome. Now, the the second part of this question is the entrepreneurship side of things. What would you say so far has been your proudest moment in the entrepreneurship? Game? My proudest moment would probably be launching the cigar line. Not 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 taking away from from the company and the bid or element. Because that was that was also still a great feat. It was just only this, um, you know, a bit a bit of me and my competitor kind of like I still kick myself because I was actually, you know, I was beaten out because my line was was also probably one of the first men's grooming lines, which um, bef- I probably a month or a few weeks prior to our launch, there was another gentleman that launched um, a grooming line based out of London. Um, so I saw that. And I knew what I was, what I had going on. And I think that he went viral at the time. And, you know, it was kind of, it was kind of disheartening because I knew what I was producing, but 
I was taking I was taking my time, making sure everything was nice, kind of like sticking to my my you know, obviously my game plan and um it wasn't ready. But like they say, you know, when you take a day off, there's somebody out there that's working ten times as hard as you. Straight up. So um when I when I launched when I launched my cigar line, mm-hmm. I knew right, you no, know, when time is time is essence, but well, we gotta get this done right. I was probably going a, a mile a minute working on behind the scenes everything you know organizing the shoot you know the everything was, was detailed and when it when when we launched we went to the press and we had um you know everything you know done i think i was my heart was racing more prior to that launch than it ever was before because i knew now there's no one that's going to beat me you know um so when i when i dropped it it was like it's out you know and it was a proud feeling but you know it just goes to show your time Timing is everything. Yeah. Yeah, timing is definitely everything. Awesome. And it sounds good, doesn't it? The first black-owned yeah, cigar bro. line. It sounds <laughs> awesome, bro. <laughs> nah, congrats, man. Congrats. Now, we, we touched on this in the pre-chat, you know, talking about yeah. what you've got going on. I'll ask the question. What is one thing that you've got going on right now? It's got you excited. It's got you buzzing right now. I am getting prepared to launch um, another series of the cigar line which will be um, ready for February. I want to kick off um, um, a special line um, for Black History Month, which is going to be um, an African line. Um, when I say African line, the leaves will be from West Africa, Cameroon, you know, you know the filler, the, the binder, everything. And obviously it will be orchestrated and um, you know, manufactured by myself, Nigerian. So <laughs> Straight it's, up. <laughs> it's, it's a great time. And um um, I'm I'm very excited about that. You know, I'm just kind of getting the the final touches in, and not many people have ever have tried a um African cigar before, West African, and it's it's actually one of the most quality, and I'm not just saying that, but it's probably one of the most prestigious um cigars you'd ever smoke outside of a Cuban. You know, oh, wow. they're very rich, very delicate, and they're very rare to get your hands on. So you know, I'm working I'm working right now um to get the supplies in ready and 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 prepared for February. So it's exciting times, um, as well as what I already have on the table. Um, it's just going to be, you know, a big celebration. And I'm, I'm hoping that it makes a lot of noise because, um, I feel like we're, we as a people and, and, um, as this, as this, um, culture is, is growing rapidly, you know, w- we need to really understand that we're as powerful, you know, as ever been before. And w- with this, with this, I just hope it, you know, it's a ripple effect. You know, we start to, to start, you know, buying from our own <laughs> super exciting bro and i'm super excited for you as well sounds good now what you've got on the table and we've got coming sounds exciting now on the table you guys ship to the uk do you oh definitely we ship worldwide brother that's awesome because i'm about to place me an order and get me some of those cigars <laughs> man because like i said i've seen you roll you look good man i was like okay yeah, and for the west african one um whatever it is we're, we're, uh, listen like i said we'll stay in touch whatever support you Definitely. need we would amplify that and sort of scream about it because that sounds super awesome and i'll get my pre-orders in as well because as you were describing it i was thinking Oh wow! <laughs> sort of the West African twist to it. That is awesome. Oh bro. man! It's now awesome. let's segue into the side of the show where I take you straight into the lion's den, Mike. Are you ready, my brother? I'm ready. I'm ready. <laughs> let's do this. The lion's den. Quickfire questions. I throw them at you, and as you come back, we'll put the lions to sleep. There. I'll go with the first one. Yeah. What is the best African saying you've ever heard? My 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 African name is um, Aliyami. That would probably be my 
my my best African saying is my African name. Is Olayemi? Yes. <laughs> Olayemi. I think it, it means it means something. It's I, I speak a bit of you about born in Lagos. It's something along the lines of God has given us wealth in a child. Something along those lines. I, I might I might be wrong, but I would research it and put it up. <laughs> oh yeah, please Olayemi. do. That's, that's please cool. do. Yeah, yeah, I kind of know where your mom's from now, from saying that, because you, you, you said Lagos is the closest thing, you're right. Yeah, your mom would probably be Yoruba. That's it. You like Olayemi, sir. That's it. That's awesome, man. Yeah. <laughs> I'm glad I asked that question. Yeah, yeah. I'll, certainly, I'll certainly find out what it means exactly and put it up awesome. on the show notes and get the tribe to check it out. Awesome. Now, before you built the brand, now for yourself, it's kind of different because, like I said, doing athletics is like doing entrepreneurship. It's like the same oh, kind yeah, of drive. Exactly. But before you built the Aries brand, um, what was holding you back? There was no, there was nothing really holding my back. I I just didn't understand. I didn't. I just didn't know um, my my full potential. Put it that way. I was just going with the flow in in some sense. I didn't you know realize until because I was um I launched the company in 2015. I graduated university in 2014. Like I said, most of everything I do is instinct, and it was a time it was like it's time. It's, I'm fed up of working three jobs. Let's let's get let's get my own. So that was probably <laughs> how it was. This. Yeah. Awesome. Now, you know, when I talk about, you know, seeing your role of mean cigar and all of that, people think I've probably met up. I've traveled to Kansas where you are and we smoked a cigar. It's actually not been the case. It's been on sort of Instagram and across social media. Yes. And, um, you know, I see what you do. You do a lot on Instagram. Yes. Um, it segues into the next question, um, which is your social media platform of choice and, and why? Instagram, 100%. Oh, I see. Why? <laughs> 100%. Instagram um, is one of the biggest platforms I use to build my, my business. Obviously, from visual and, and um, from content, you know, it's, um, as you said, you're able to see, you know, the, the insight of, of um, a daily routine for me um, without having to say too much. You know, you can see from, I can go from training from one hour to the next hour, I'll be, you know, hand rolling tobacco leaves. Uh, I mean, I use everything else, t- Twitter and um, Facebook, um, but I'm probably more consistent on um, Instagram. I have five pages on Instagram. So, yeah, this it's not just my, I've got Aries, um, which is pronounced A-I-R-E-Y-Y-S. Then I have the company page, which is Aries with LTD. Um, then I have um, the Dark Horse Beard Club, um, which is on there. And then and I have um, Aries Cigar Club. Um, and then I have, um, the newsboy cap. Um, so there are five, five, my, my, my Instagram accounts, which they're all, you know, growing huge. That's awesome. Um, Mike, let's talk daily routines right now. Um, for me, it's meditation. I take 10 to 15 every morning before doing anything. Yeah. First, I go to a happy place, you know, feel myself with that positive energy. And then I send healing and blessings to people in my circle. And then I focus on the tasks for the day, breathing deep and just get up and go for yeah. yourself. Um, do you have a daily routine? I know you train <laughs> almost every day. Yeah. Uh, but um, do you have another sort of daily routine that you do that contributes to your success? Like I said, um, I, f- I find that what I do for work is um, is 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 quite therapeutic in itself. Um, you know, rolling cigars, you know, you know, you get nice headspace. You can put on some a podcast and you know, kind of like you know, zone out. It's a great way for me personally to slow down and you know just. I mean, there's no, it's not technology. I'm not, you know, on the computer or anything like that. It's just kind of like, you know, you and the leaves. It's, it's weird, but, you know, it's a great way to, for me to um, be one with nature in some sense of way, crazy way for it. But 
outside of that, I mean, I also do some yoga, you know, whenever, because I stay, I, I listen to my body. I'm very in tune with my body. Um, as a professional athlete, you need to know, you know, if you got, you don't ignore little nicks and, 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 and um, aches anymore, especially at this level, because it could, it could, um, you know, end up being something serious down the road. So I, I'm always listening to my body. If I feel something, I shut it down. I would um, do my yoga. I'll get back up to speed and then you know live to fight another day. I usually go on YouTube and I, I have a, um, an instructor there. Um, so you know if if I can if I can help anybody out, I would say definitely check out Yoga by Adrienne. She's a great um, um, yoga instructor and she helps ba- ba- people that are starting off from basics. So yeah, that's a little plug you know, that I would just like to put out there because you know it helped me. So I wanted to share it with everybody else. Straight up, I'm gonna link that up as well. <laughs> I gotta try to check it out. Yeah. Now, um, books. Do you, do you read a lot of books? Do you even have time to read? I actually don't read read much books. Um, I would say most of my daily intake would be from um, from podcasts. I listen to you know entrepreneurs, uh, motivational speakers because I'm on the go quite often. I, to be honest, I don't have that much time. Um, I know it's not a good excuse, but to me, you know, it's not na- it's not a natural flow. It's not a natural flow for me to sit down and crack open a book i, I would i would say I, I listen i read little magazines from time to time um founder is um a great magazine that i, I like to listen to like ebooks you know not nothing crazy maybe like 15 pages but you know it gets straight to the you know to the point as a marketing major i'm all about being able to get to the meat of the, the information that i need yeah i'm like i said i'm straight to the point um you know and uh-huh. that's about probably the best way um, I, I've been able to use in in terms of my my, my flow of work. <laughs> That's mental. Now the thing is, I had no doubt. I know you're a pro athlete, man. But it's just to let you know, you've conquered the lions, Den Mike. <laughs> I says happy days. Oh, nice. <laughs> I like the, uh, the great interview questions, man. Great interview questions. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> thanks, bro. That's what I was gonna say. I could chat to you all day, brother. because yeah, I feel the energy. Definitely. Uh, we're starting to sort of wind the show to an end, and yes. um, we ask the last question, which is a deep one. And the question is, Mike, if you had twenty-four hours to live just now, what would you do? Um. Ah, that's a very great question. To be honest, I would just um, man, I, this is this is a very good question. I probably, I probably try to connect with as many of my loved ones as possible, and just really make sure you know that they they are all on the same page to how I feel for them, man. Mm-hmm. Just to let them know, you know, in terms of um. You know, feelings wise, that if anything was, you know, was never addressed prior, uh, which I'm, I, I'm very, I'm, I'm very aware that it is, but you know, you never know. You never want to make anyone feel, you know, um, like they would, they didn't have a chance to say anything to you or anything like that. So yeah, this is kind of probably would be my first approach. That's yeah. deep. It's not a lot. Of, not a lot of hours in twenty four. <laughs> no, no, at all. And I, I think it's such an African thing as well. Thinking of family. Yeah. So that's deep. Now, like I said, it's been an honor having you on the show, my brother. Um, for everything you do, we salute you. The first black-owned cigar line. I'll say it again and again because I'm super proud of you, bro. We'll end it all with you sharing a few words of wisdom mm-hmm. and the best way that we can connect with you across digital. My best um or as a wisdom, like I said before, you know, work in silence and and let let them let the results show. There's a reason why, you know, you're gifted in something. Um, you just gotta tap into your why 
and your reason and you'll be fine um you know you can find me on on it on, on pretty much any platform um as i said before the best way to reach me is um probably my my instagram account my personal one is aries um a-i-r-e-y-y-s don't be shy to send me a dm message because I, I check those regularly and also you know if you want to support the business definitely check out www.aries.com have a browse you know if even if it's not for yourself you know for a loved one or you know a friend um you know we're, we're i'm I'm always updating the, um, the collection so you know even if you don't see something this time come keep checking back regularly and um hopefully we have something for you then but yeah straight up like i said i'm gonna link it all up in the show notes get a try and check it out i'm jumping on to get me some cigars because i want to smoke some of that uh, listen it's been an honor again having you on the show mike i salute pleasure. you the tribe we all salute you and hopefully we'll catch up soon eh definitely brother thank you very much again for having me on board and um like i said i'm sure this is not going to be the last time we speak but um for now man keep doing what you're doing as well um like i said it's a great honor to be on your podcast and i look forward to um you know, working with you in the future. Hey, Tribe, that was a lot of fun. Kicking in with your man, Clef, and the one and only Mike Edwards. Now, head over to the socialafricanshow.com for detailed show notes, links to all the resources we talked about, and links to connect with Mike. Coming up next on the Social African Show are three sisters who are killing it in the fashion industry. So keep your luck this way, Tribe. Catch you later. Peace.